All right, it's another speaker on the episode. It's your boy Akil. Another uh, episode this week. Just knocked one out on Friday. Got a special guest today, my boy Mikey. Thanks for coming on, bro. Um, so, what what have you been on, man? With with everything that's going on in the world right now and during the pandemic, what what have you been doing to keep sane? Man, honestly, just staying in the gym, keeping my body right. Um, there's really no other option, really. I mean, you can't really do much else. So, right. uh, honestly, for the, the pandemic, been kind of a blessing to me, as mm-hmm. it kept it helped me kind of really lock in and focus on what I need to do. So, just staying busy, um, getting ready for the season. Basically, right. that's it. Right. So, who are some of the people you've been working out with? I mean, I see you on Ballist Life and everything. Everybody's getting getting their camera time. So, so. Talk about that a little bit, who you've been training with, and, you know, what have you been doing um, or working on necessarily to prepare for next season? Um, honestly, I've been with my same guys, really. It's just we just on a bigger scale now, really. Right. The, um, I've been with my trainer, Seth, since 2016. Okay. I've been with my boy, Mike C., since um, 2016. I went to high school with him, so we've right. been at it for a while. But now it's just kind of, you know, people starting to see it. It's starting to come right. around, like, We've been putting this work in for years, so right. it just ain't been like really broadcasted like that. You feel me? Yeah. Uh, but nah, just working on like um, before the summer started. When I came back, I had made I had wrote down a list of like stuff that I needed to work on this summer. You know what I'm saying? That's big. Um, and I pretty much just drilled everything I needed to work on. Like day in day, I've been at it since March. And it's July, so that's what? It's five months? Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's a long time to really just drill what you need to work on. Exactly. Um, so just been working on stuff, my weaknesses, uh, to get ready for the season so I could come in and, like, really help a team, you know exactly. what I'm saying, take it to the top. So that's basically it. And that's big. You know, you said you, you wrote down goals. I think in, in any and every aspect of life, like, that's important to write down goals, to know what you're looking forward to or where you're trying to get at. Right. Uh, I know a lot of individuals our age, they don't necessarily have goals written down, so they're, they're just working to work. And when they're not seeing, I guess, progress or, or anything um, positive to come out of it at the, at the in the moment, then they're looking back like, damn, like. What happened? <laughs> then type? What happened yeah. type, yeah. But you didn't, you didn't plot out anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you don't plot out anything. You you don't know what's what's gonna happen. You don't know what's gonna happen. So you gotta take I guess when you when you do stuff like that and, and you don't write down any goals, like you you gotta take the good with the good and the bad with the bad. Yeah, exactly. You know? So I know you, you played overseas already one season. Talk about your experience over there and, and how it may have benefited you or some of the humps you had to get over. Man, um just being able to lead a country. That was the first time uh, I mean, I went on a cruise when I was little to Ensenada. That don't count. Right. That was the first time I like left the country dolo by myself. So it was a good experience just to be able to be in a whole different country playing basketball. Um, nobody really knows you. Nobody right. knows what you're about. Nothing. It's like you almost kind of got a new image out there mm-hmm. type. So, um, but it was fun. Like it was my first experience, and it couldn't have went any better. You know what I'm saying? We were really good. Um, I played well. Um, my team and my people there embraced me. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it, it went well. Like right. I, I didn't have any problems. Okay. Um, and I mean the situation went really. You know yeah, what I'm saying? that's big. Because I know a lot of people that, that go overseas and they have it's their bad. Yeah, they have their it's issues. Bad. Look, I'm telling you, I'm really blessed because I've heard some crazy stories, mm-hmm. and I had even people warning me before I left. Like 
hey, bro, this is what happened to me, blah, blah, blah. Right. And I'm just, I'm praying on it. I'm like, yeah. hey, I just pray, like, right. of, I, my stuff is perfect. Mm -hmm. And it, it happened to go really well. So yeah. um, I really don't take that part for granted, mm -hmm. ever. I damn near, I don't even be liking sometimes when people be telling me, like, when they are going, they if they have already gone through an experience that yeah. I'm about to go to, like what they what they went through. Yeah. I damn near just want to experience it myself and, just, just, and yeah. see what's good with it. You facts, know? Facts. Some of that stuff be scary, man. Yeah. Like going overseas. Scare somebody out of I know people that's been scared out of going. Like I got homegirls that was about to go overseas. One of the homegirls said, oh, I had this situation. Now she don't want to go anymore. What? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like just let let somebody experience it for himself, and mm -hmm. then y'all can have a conversation about right. it after y'all both experience it. Exactly, you know I mean? and then you guys can bounce ideas off each other, tell tell each other what happened, different right. experiences. Let's draw back a little bit, um, just because I know college kind of maybe helps you prepare for it to be on your own though, yeah. and to experience something new. Um, talk about just after high school, man. You went to Mayfair. And as far as scholarship opportunities and then each place you, you went to and, and what it kind of, like, taught you. Yeah, so this is a big part of my career, like, especially for young dudes that's, like, I'm more of, like, the – I was, like, more of the average player more than a, a big-time player in high school. Mm -hmm. So, like, out of high school, I was, like, a two-star. Um, I had no – I had one offer to a junior college called Central Arizona. Okay. That was my only offer out of high school. And so I went there, um, and I played two years at junior college. First year went really well. And me, I was a qualifier at a high school. I had a 3.1 GPA. So, like, I was like, all right, I'm going to do one-year JUCO. I'm, I'm out. out. You I, know what I'm saying? Bro, that's everybody. Because even, even – I know I went to JUCO, but I only had one year to play there. But at the end of the day, in your head, it's like, I got to get out. Yeah. Like, that's the mentality. And, and I don't know. I guess JUCO coaches, they get it. Some of them get it. Some of them don't. But their approach is like I was told that at one point I was being selfish during my season at JUCO, where I thought I was just doing my part to try right, to get out. Right. And at the end of the day, I, if you ask any one of my teammates, I had their backs hundred percent, and I wanted what was best for the team. Right. Right. So I know everybody's JUCO experience is, is different, but but go ahead and and continue. With your well, season. honestly, I think um, them coaches they be mentally. You think you out in one year? Mm -hmm. They got a two year plan for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they got a They're two year to keep plan. You as long as possible. Yeah, so they already got that. So and you don't have any control of what they tell the hey, what they tell the coaches. Facts. Dude, man. They can tell the coaches like, hey. Um. Yeah, he's doing really well, blah, blah blah. But you know, he's gonna stay another year, bro. When ready to offer facts. And and my my JUCO coach tried to just sell me on going to NAIA, and I'm like, I just came from Western Oregon, one of the best D twos in the country. Yeah, like yeah. you're not you're not gonna convince me. I already know I'm talented, so you're right. not gonna convince me that I'm just capable of going NAIA after this JUCO. Year. Right, right, right. Come on, bro. Like, that's, come on now. Let's let's wake up. I mean, I went to Westchester, Western Oregon, one right. of the best D twos. Like. You're not gonna you're not gonna sit here and tell me like yeah. oh, I kill yeah NAI that's the only thing that only people hitting me up at the moment and like you said you don't know what you who is no telling clue. you have no clue have bro no at clue. all like I mean my 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 Jugo coach he took care of me like he's mm -hmm. the reason I got like to the next level you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying because I came in played my freshman year played really well I uh, played a lot started towards the end of the season the last like probably 15 games mm -hmm. um so then that next summer I mean that's that summer. It's when um, my big homie Josh, he kind of changed my career, bro. Like, he, uh, I don't know, Josh Childress, if you guys don't know. Right. Uh, it's my big homie, my mentor. Um, he went to Mayfair, and he kind of changed my career. He just started uh, 
letting me work out with him. You know what I'm saying? That's big. And for me to see how a, a pro trains and just see it mm-hmm. and like like, okay, this is this is what you gotta follow. This is what you gotta do. This is how you right. gotta do blah blah. And so I started doing that and I started getting addicted to it, bro. Like mm-hmm. it started to be like like I started getting crazy about it. That right. was like my freshman year is really when I fell in love. Cause in high school I like I liked basketball, but like I was just really athletic, so I was doing everything. I played volleyball, track, right. all that stuff. So I don't I wouldn't say I loved basketball yet at that point. Okay. After that that that, that freshman year mm-hmm. When I saw what it was, yeah, I saw what it was, bro. I was like, "Oh, this is what I want. <laughs> this is what I want, man. You know what this is what I want to do the rest of my life." Yeah, yeah. So he he brought me on there, and that changed. I came in my my sophomore year. Uh, we didn't do too well as a team, but personally, I had a really good season. Right. Um, and then, so remember, I had one offer out of uh, one offer out what, of high school, and it was a junior college. Right. After that second year, I had, I think five. Mm-hmm. I had three D one and two uh D2s. D two or three D twos. One of them was uh Western Oregon. That's when right. you when you try yeah, to yeah, yeah. you tapped in, right? I think I did. I think we did talk. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm out. I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm out. I'm <laughs> I'm out, out but, I mean you can go. You can go. It's a great program. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah, so I had uh three D ones, three D twos. Um which is I'm gonna tell y'all right now. Six scholarship offers, regardless of where it's at, it's a lot. It's a blessing. You know what I'm saying? Because dudes can't even get one. one. You know what I'm saying? And and I think that's why we can speak on the fact and we can vouch for the D, D1, D2, and I level, though, at the same time, is to go just get your education paid for right, at the end of the right. day, man. A lot of kids are just seeking opportunities based on the name of a school and whatnot, but it's most important, man. Get that education paid for. Thanks. You know, get your education and then if basketball is is meant to be, it'll be like you'll mm-hmm. you'll be able to go overseas, and you got that you know that small amount of kids that are able to go straight to the NBA. Right. But it's a whole lot of us that end and, up overseas. Yeah, overseas are doing something that we we love. That's not basketball. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Facts. Um, but yeah, so I I, I ended up I, I committed this fun. This is a crazy part. I committed uh-huh. to Northern Colorado. All okay. right. Um, I committed uh to Northern Colorado. The next week, my coach, the coach, the head coach got fired. Man, I, I, I'm, I'm calling the AD trying to see if I'm still right. Like my, is scholar, it good? My, yeah, is like, it good? What's, like, what's the deal? What's Nobody's on? answering me. I said, all right, bet they let me go. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm assuming. Right. So then, that's in April, bro. I have, I committed already. So every other school, they pull back. They like, all right, he's going there. Blah blah. Right. So. May come around. I, I don't have a scholarship. I don't have offers. Nothing. Right. I go That's from like having, the scariest you know what I'm thing, saying? man. Like, because you 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 knew where you were going. I had like I had it locked in. I went on a visit. Everything like everything was locked in. Yep. And so um, I I was just chilling. I remember it was like the last week we was in finals, and at this point I kind of just wanted to sign to a school. I wasn't really, I wasn't even really caring. Like I'm just yeah. like, bro, let me just get off the board. Right. And so uh, UTRGV, Texas Rio Grande Valley, they called my travel ball coach, and um, they had linked up with me, and they, they needed a, a guard spot. Mm-hmm. So they hit me, and this is, I'll say, this is one of, probably one of the biggest mistakes I made. Uh-huh. I, 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 like, commit. I wanted to sign. I wanted to sign and take a picture with my, my JUCO coach mm-hmm. because he helped me so much. Yeah. So I wanted to sign and take a picture with him while we were at school, but it was the last week of school. Uh, so what I did yeah. was I committed uh-huh. and I signed before I took the visit. 
Uh, not saying I had a bad visit or anything, right? But I didn't know the situation at the school, mm-hmm. so I did all that. I signed before we went home, mm-hmm. um, and I took the visit when I got home. Uh, but it was it's a great school, like yeah. all that stuff. But just the basketball side of it, we had too many guards. Yeah, I was playing like spotty. I was playing like ten, fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I just it was it was a tough situation for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. I I, I can already tell. Like. I guess it was just a lesson learned at the end of the day, For like sure. you know, to to just be sure um, and and do your due diligence and and educating yourself on a full you know situation before like committing to something. Because I kind of did the same thing in Western Oregon. I committed before I went on a visit, yeah. but I kind of knew what to expect because I had a boy who was on the team. He's like, "Yo, this is what it is. Like, it's just basketball. Like, outside of that, it's That's it's boring. Right, right, like, right. You ain't gonna have much to do." And I was fine with that. I mean, you know, coming from, you know, Westchester, obviously it was different being L.A. to Monmouth, Oregon. Yeah. But um, at the same time, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm already knowing what you're talking right. about. Yeah. yeah, and I just, it was just, I mean, I just wanted to get it done. You know, you waiting so long. Yeah. And, and the situation that happened before, I didn't, like, at that but, point, yeah. I didn't care. I was just trying to get on the board. Exactly. So I did that. The year was like I'm telling you. Aside from the basketball side, this like everything was great. Like my right. teammates, everything was great. Okay. It's just, bro, I was trying to play pro, and playing ten to fifteen minutes, and averaging like two points, I wasn't gonna get none. Okay, so I was Correct. like, bro, I got to get out of here. So um, after that, I transferred, um, and schools, the other D ones were only gonna take me if I was a grad transfer. I wasn't a grad transfer. Uh, so uh, I had like four other D two offers though when I transferred, mm-hmm. so I scaled those out. I ended up committed to New Mexico Highlands. Okay. Um, he basically just let me know like, hey, I'm just gonna let you come here and play your game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, um, you haven't been able to play at your old school. Yeah. So I'm gonna let you have fun again and stuff. So committed there. Mm-hmm. Um, it went solid. Like, it. We didn't really play my game though because. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna tell y'all right now. Yeah, we was playing half court offense. Mm, you you I'm transition. A, bro, I'm a like downhill. I that shit. Yep. Like, yep. That's where I'm at my best. Like right. playing downhill, bro. Playing fast mm-hmm. layups, threes. You know what I'm saying? Right. All that stuff. Yep. Um, and we were playing half court offense. Mm-hmm. Not saying it was bad, but it was just we weren't pressing. Like, he, was, he didn't cater the system around you the, like yeah. you thought it would. Yeah. Be. yeah. So, um. I made it still work though. Right. Like I made it work. I did what I had to do because mm-hmm. that's the thing. Wherever I play at, I'm always make it work. Exactly. Um, but I did what I had to do. Um, and then after that, I graduated from there, and the rest is kind of just yeah going with just, it. Just in the process right yeah. now. Still, I know you went through a lot of adversity, and I did too with it. So I think that that's going to be beneficial for us going forward with whatever we you know want to do with life. Right. Being able to always get over the hump, and like you said no matter whatever scenario you're put in, you just know to, to get through it, but at the same time put 110 in it. Right, right. And, and that's always going to be big. Um, let's talk about just our experiences, you know, being at a university and, and, and being a black student athlete. So, like, away from away from the court, just how, like, you so loved on the court, but as soon as you step off the court, the you know, the reality sets yeah, back yeah, in, like, right. we black, you know? Yeah. And I, we were, I was just talking about this with Max the other day and how, like, everything is just twice as hard. Um, and just some of our experiences that that you've gone through, just being the only you know black black student athlete, maybe in the, in the classroom at some point in time, and knowing how to turn it on and turn it off and adjust to whatever groups you're around. Um, 
Yeah, so for me, it was, like, it's different because I went to Mayfair. So, like, uh, that's, like, a melting pot of race. Like, you got every race in the book Pretty over diverse. there. So, like, I wasn't really experiencing nothing coming up in high school. Like, right. I have friends of all races. Yep. Um, Nobody was really just being downright ignorant. Yep. And if they were, they weren't voicing it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They wouldn't putting it in your face. Facts. So you wouldn't know. Yeah. Um, And then when I got to college, I went to school in Arizona, mm -hmm. Texas, and New Mexico. Right. I know Texas and Arizona are Republican states. Mm -hmm. Uh. New Mexico, I don't know for sure. It probably is, too, because it's along that border. But okay. all those states, like, you know, you're not going to see in certain parts. Not, not too, many see, of not too many of us. <laughs> yeah. Bro. You know what I'm saying? So, like, um, it was just crazy, like, to experience it, especially in Arizona. Like, I remember my very first experience of, like, just just downright ignorance. Like, so there's this, this uh, food spot. I went to school in Casa Grande. Okay. It's in the middle of nowhere in Arizona, like right between Tempe and Tucson. Yep. And um, there's a spot called Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. I heard of Cracker you Barrel. You know Cracker yeah, Barrel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, this is in a – you got to understand, I'm an 18-year-old at JUCO. Right. I don't know anything. Like, I'm just – On your own out. for the I'm, first time. Like And so, like, we, me and my – this is in the preseason. Me and my mm -hmm. homie be like – all right, let's go to Cracker Barrel Sunday morning, go yeah. eat some breakfast. We go in there, and, like, I promise you, there's no other, like, it's literally no black people, nothing. Mm -hmm. And you could just feel it, bro. Bro. I was, but you got to say, I never experienced something right. like it before. And you could just, I just felt it, like, I we walk in. Like, do I belong? Right. People just, boom, like this, and boom, boom. And I'm like, okay. What, like what's going what's on? Going Did on? we do something wrong? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And so, and it felt it really felt like it was like a, some movie type. Mm -hmm. We sat down like they weren't exactly still staring as we sat down, but you could just kind of feel it. You felt glances and stuff. Yeah, and that was like my first time where I realized exactly where I was at. Like, yeah. like I'm like, okay, like this is what it is. Yeah. Like, you I gotta, gotta be in your p's and yeah, q's. Yeah, I gotta move accordingly mm -hmm. to it. You know what I'm saying? So, um. Like, but that was probably the best thing that happened to me because now, like, I can, I, can, I know how to navigate in situations like that. I've been in states like that. Right. In Texas, New Mexico, same mm -hmm. thing. Like, it's no, it's certain parts, it's no black people. Yeah. So it's like, they looking at you like, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. What, what you doing what you here? Doing yeah, here, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, those, those, those uh, experiences helped me a lot mm -hmm. to just figure things out in a certain way. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, especially me. Same. I have the same type of thing. Like in Oregon, man, when yeah, I first Oregon. went there, culture shock, man. Yeah, when that's I, OD. Like from just the student population at the school I attended and just in a social aspect, just going to the grocery store, mm -hmm. going out, trying to just have a social life as mm -hmm. far as even just going to the movies, bowling and whatnot. Like just having that unsettling feeling of always sticking out. Right. And in... People, I feel like, you know, obviously people try to make you uncomfortable in situations like they want you to leave. Yeah. And for me to be not knowing anything, like to not be raised like that, to just be accepting of, of all people, yeah. um, it's, it's just different. And that's yeah. why I just don't understand, like, where does the hate come from um, at the end of the day? Yeah. You know, because you have at the end of the day, you have no control over your at skin all. color at all, at all. And that's why I think people need to look, you know what's above the surface and what people, you know, carry inside of them. Cause there's a, all, a lot of African-Americans are beautiful, 
people. Right. You know, they we set a lot of the bars for for everything. For every culture. For bro. everything. I'm gonna tell you right now, bro. I went to Germany, and I couldn't believe it. Like, like they out here, like the swag is just like I can see it, like hand picked. Yeah. Like, I I kid you not. It looked like they probably had like a rapper, uh-huh. and they had his outfit, and and they just grabbing <laughs> what he wearing. Bro. I promise you, bro, this is no exaggeration. Facts. And I'm just like, wow, like I just did. That we, wasn't what I was expecting when yes. I when I was when I'm saying, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to a different country. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like it's worldwide. Like, how can you want our how can you want our culture so badly, uh-huh. but you don't want to accept us as people? People, you get what I'm saying? People, like yes. it's crazy. It's crazy. Like I, I just I don't get it. I don't get I don't get how that works. Right, and that's what I'm saying, man. Like, that's why I'm, we're such like it's a lot of us out here that are great, genuine people, and then just for just for like blatant just hate just makes no sense. Yeah, um, that's wild, man. The the NBA recently just started up. Um, you know, they've had the they have a big platform and I feel like that was big for the yeah. NBA to be back. You, I know uh, people were like in the, in the world. I yeah. Mean, the people world. were fifty fifty on it just in the social injustice aspect and would it take the the light away from that. But I think it's continu- uh, they're continuing to shed light on, on such situations and bring awareness like Russ, his clothing brand, you know, yeah, able to that. to um bring more awareness to it. LeBron speaking out, Tobias Harris speaking out. Uh, Jeremy Grant speaking out and just keeping on like the topic of Breonna Taylor and, yeah. and why those police officers aren't um, arrested yet. And I, you know, I want to give kudos to everyone that continues to do that. Um, I think LeBron, I, I, I did a project at the end of school and this is one of my favorite quotes by him. He said, no matter how much money you have, no matter how famous you are, no matter how many people admire you being black is, is tough. And we got a long way to go for us as a society and for us as African-Americans until we feel equal in America. And that's what I'm saying about like the whole Black Lives Matter movement and the people that think that we're saying we're more valuable than the next person Uh, is we want to be as valued as the next individual. The message is getting like skewed. Like it's just like we're not we're not trying to like one up everybody. Exactly. Same Same, (laughs) Same level. Because at the end of the day, like if we're on the same level. It's a lot of stuff we bring to the table that will, Man. That will, if we're equal, then you'll see like why, you know what I'm saying? Right, exactly. And just go ahead and speak on, you know, what your feelings were when the NBA was deciding to um, start back up and, and, and everything. Oh, I was actually. I, excited, I, right? For, yeah, I was excited, but I was, what I didn't get was some guys didn't want to play because of the social injustice, like, and it would take it away. But you got to understand, you guys at the time, they were going to be the only sport. Right. Baseball just started, mm-hmm. but at the time, you guys are going to be the only sport on TV. Right. You Like, everything you're doing, it's damn near a reality show. Mm-hmm. Like, so you can control the narrative. Correct. And you got a commissioner that... That, that mess with... Yeah, mess for with the you. people. Look at these other commissioners. They don't got no... Con- you know what I'm saying? It, yeah, yeah. These African-American players, they don't have any control. Facts. The NFL is ridiculous, Ridiculous. Bro. Like... It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's really sick. no, it's sick. No, it's real. And so, like, you got a commissioner like that, and you can basically kind of do whatever you want. Correct. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, as far as portraying a message. Mm-hmm. So, nah, we want this to start back up because then it's not even really about basketball. Let's get this message across. Exactly. And then in- entertain these people. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was like, nah, it's it's good because mm-hmm. it's gonna be the only thing on a on a national stage. Mm-hmm. Um. 
once these press conferences start, exactly. hey, bro, this is going to be like damn speeches. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to hear a lot of stuff, the stuff that's going to be on ESPN, everything. So, yeah. no, nah, I was all for it, bro. Yeah, me too. I, I know the players, they have such a platform, and their voice is valued by millions of right, people. Right. So, you know, if, if we continue to shed light and bring awareness, I mean, I feel like change eventually will come, Yeah. Um, especially with LeBron, man. LeBron's big. Yeah. Not even on the floor, like off the floor, like – Everything he does, and for people to to continue to still come at him, I remember in the beginning of when all everything was um, coming up with the social injustice and the videos were surfacing. Um, I, I, was it Jason Whitlock? It was somebody that was coming at LeBron. Like, why well, hasn't he, he spoken up? Or I don't, or, I don't. Let them dudes like Whitlock and that looking for attention. I don't listen to. Them. <laughs> yeah, look, bro, they got a narrative that. They got a somebody, job. Somebody giving them some bread to, right. to say this, like, mm-hmm. this certain. So I'm like, hey, man, at the end of the day, I know what Brian doing. Exactly. I know what he's doing for the culture. I know mm-hmm. what he's doing for us as hoopers. Mm-hmm. So that's not going to change my opinion. Mm-hmm. Where it does get tricky is changing that broad person's mind where the average person where they go on ESPN mm-hmm. and they don't know the ins and outs of basketball. Correct. And they don't understand media. And mm-hmm. they're like, oh, He's saying this about Brown. Okay, it's true. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, people got to be able to, to adapt and pick and choose mm-hmm. what's what's facts and what's not. Because there's a lot of it's a lot of stuff out here that's not that's not facts that yeah. surface on social media and stuff. And and that's where as a society as a whole, that's where we get messed up a lot too. Because people are so gullible and they just believe oh, the first thing they see. Bad. Yeah, it's bad. Man. It's terrible. Let's speak about the hoop, the hoop community right now. I know you're around like a lot of the younger kids that that really got a lot of followers and a platform. Um, just let's talk about how it's important for them to to continue to build their brands right now at such a young age, even before college. Yeah. And, you know, just them supporting one another. Because I know it gets confused. A lot of the trainers and coaches are like, guys are too friendly. Yeah. And I get that part, too. Like, guys are becoming fans of individuals they got to play against. Like, that's where I draw the line. Like, it's, it's hard. It's hard to say, though, because at the end of the day, in – the time that we're living in where, where social media and stuff is so pivotal in everyone's life, like how to really decipher, like, like what's what? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like for guys, like, I mean, it has to be a, a line drawn. Like I know a lot of the guys like, okay, travel ball, they know each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, they big, uh, the big games, like the McDonald's and all that. You make Correct. friends. Like, right. You got to think like, bro, when we play AAU, like, that's probably how I met you. <laughs> yeah. Like, at the end of the day. Yeah. And for us, it's not on a, as big of a scale. Correct. For them, it's on a huge scale, but they mm-hmm. really boys at the end of the day. Yeah. But the line has to be drawn like, okay, um, I'll use Josh and Jalen as an example. Okay. Like, they boys. Mm-hmm. But when you see them get on the court, they not boys. They're not boys. They they going at each other. Because you you won, I'm two, you won. I mean you two, I'm one. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, like we got a we got a major goal here. Right. That has to be the mentality. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And if I go at you and make me better, mm-hmm. if you go at me and make you know what I'm saying? Yeah, what's to say? Iron iron sharpen iron. Yeah. yeah. So like, um, that's where the line has to be drawn. Like, okay, like y'all could be boys and stuff, blah, blah, but like when you get on that court, or if you if you got I I'll put it like this, mm-hmm. like some of the homies that I know, like if I played them in college mm-hmm. and I was talking to them on a regular basis, yeah. that week that we playing, mm-hmm. I won't I won't even hit them up. I had a boy right. I had a boy that um 
Like I played little in college. Mm-hmm. I mean, we weren't talking on a normal basis, right. but I wasn't gonna hit him up. Like, hey, bro, uh, see you on see you on Saturday. Saturday yeah, like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna let him know in the game. Like, right, you see me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Or like, I had a boy that I was playing against that I was talking to every week. Mm-hmm. Like, that was my dog. Mm-hmm. And that week, I was just like. I just didn't hit him. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And he got the message. Yeah. And, and it was just a battle. Bro, that's how it really good, be. Yeah. But you can't. That's that's the line that has to mm-hmm. be drawn. It's mm-hmm. just like when you get on the court, it's a straight battle. Dude, I'm telling you, when I was at Western Oregon, because when I went in there, I went in there with the wrong mentality already. Yeah. Like, I'm going in there, D2, I'm going to kill. I'm gonna yeah. Get out of here. So I went in there. I was My teammates, like, yeah. But I wasn't trying to, because I was trying to go and practice and kill them every, every day. day. Every like, day. like I didn't want that because you know you live with your teammates, you guys see them, yeah. you hanging out. Like, nah, I wanted them to feel me every day. At every the end of the day. day, I knew I had to play with them. So obviously, you gotta have that camaraderie. You gotta talk. You gotta communicate. Yeah. Have have some sort of friendship. But when I tell you, like, dude, I was in there a dog mentality. Like, nah, like no friends. Right, like, right, like, at all. I'm trying to go at it all. At y'all. all. That's. I mean, that's that's the best mentality though because then you make friends off of that like mm-hmm. that's that's how guys earn my respect right like come at me like for real yeah and if you a dog then all right bro we're gonna be cool exactly you know what i'm saying we're gonna and, be cool off the court because mm-hmm. you you get me yeah better. i'm gonna appreciate you way more for getting me better not going through the motions i'll be yeah. like man what's up with this dude exactly. like wasting exactly. my time exactly feel so, me um and then with their with their with their image and stuff the young ones mm-hmm. like if i knew about that like, young, like at a younger age, bro. We didn't have, we didn't really have the platform to nah, do it though. Um, I was just, I was just looking at, um, ins- I was just looking at this thing I seen on Instagram. I remember, at at a certain point in time, you could only have Instagram if you had an iPhone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So come on now, like times have changed. Times have changed, man. Time. Like I didn't even care. Like, but now it's like. My first agent, he mm-hmm. found me on Instagram. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Right. So at the end of the day, it's like a resume almost. Right. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's how you present yourself. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm all for them being themselves and, like, just as long as you hooping, like, yeah. taking care it, of the stuff, uh, the basketball side. Right. You can do whatever Every, you want. Whatever you it's want. like, I mean, that's what you're getting paid for is the basketball right. side. And then all the other stuff comes mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. And they've gotten so lucky, bro. Like, they're able to brand themselves at such a young age, bro. Like, they're able to go get paid now. Yeah. Damn near. Yeah. Whatever yeah. they want to do, just based off social media. Based off social and media. That, and that's fire. But like you said, we didn't we didn't have the opportunity growing up. We sound like we old heads. Bro, bro we, we are 20, old heads. 23, 24? I mean, we old heads. <laughs> I'm sick. We, we old heads. Nah, no. I, I was working out, and I got a little homie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he 19. He be calling me old head all the time. Damn, it's bro. It's, bro we getting there then. Stuff. I never. I thought I'd never see the day, uh-huh. but you know, it yeah. is what it is. And I just want to say, everybody should you know continue to support each other though. Even you know the hoopers that are friendly, everything like at the end of the day, support go a long way. You, Cause you just never know what people are going through too. It's be the best hoopers that go through a lot of things off off the court too. Yeah. Um, that we don't know about. I have no clue. Nope. That's the. That's one thing that really bothers me. Is like. When people like just on a bigger scale, like league dudes, for example, bro, they, like I know, I know, like I know league dudes. Mm-hmm. I know how it is to be a hooper. Yeah, and, like I know, like basketball is not the only thing going on in your life. Like, yes, you have other like situations that the average person goes through, mm-hmm. and. Everybody scales it down just because they're in, in the league or something. Bro, just because they're making millions yeah. and people, they're so, you know, appreciated. They think that 
their whole life is just golden. Yeah. But like you said, they go through the same things the average person go through. So right, that's, right. that's what I'm saying. At the same time, con- everybody needs to continue to support each other, stop the hate, and just, you know, you just never know what someone's going through. So always, you know, check on your loved ones, obviously, and, and, and the friends that you don't speak to often. Nice. So let's talk about a little bit of what's been going on just with COVID. Let's scale it down away from hoop, though. Just what have you been able to dial in on away from hoop right now? Um, I know for me, what's been big is working out, just getting my body right, right. Um, hanging out with my family. I know I, I've missed so many years within the last five years just being away oh, with college. college um, to be able to appreciate, you know, quality time again has been big for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just go ahead speak on what 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 has been positive for you. In that like aspect. one of the one of them is uh, like quality time with family and friends for sure because like dude i'm gone like for the past since uh 18 years old mm-hmm. i went to school out of state for four years yeah then right after that directly two years mm-hmm. you know out the country you yeah. know what i'm saying so i'm only here for the summer so like just to be able to hang out with them like every now and then big. when i have free time for my workouts and stuff that's big like yeah. Being able to see my parents every day, they exactly, had, you know what I'm saying? Man. So it's like I appreciate that time way more yeah, now. I know when more. we were younger, we didn't really see we didn't we didn't really see it because we're just trying to enjoy it in the moment, mm-hmm. whether it was AAU all weekend being in school, whatever it is. But now like we're getting older, we've seen our parents get older. It's yeah. like you cherish each and every moment you have with them and, and everything that's transpired within the last year too, seeing the passing of you know, great individuals. I think that's put a lot of per- into perspective for it's us too, it, bro. It's ridiculous. Like you just you start to think, and you older, so you think it's stuff in a different, a Facts. whole different mindset. You know what I'm saying? Um, but other than that, off the court stuff. I mean, taking care of. The, honestly, I'm gonna tell you right now, bro. Yeah. I've been locked in. I uh, <laughs> I, I ain't really. <laughs> you been, ain't really been doing much else. I right? ain't really been doing much mm-hmm. else. Like it's not anything else. I really. Like I've been tapping into my reading side. Like, there you go. Uh, I've been taking more care of my body. It's big. Um, uh, my eating habits. Yeah. Um, just getting more rest. Mm-hmm. But other than that, bro, it's just been. Yeah, that's a part of everything. No, you you educating yourself still. You eating better. That's yeah. that's a part of you've been really able to lock in on it because I everything be moving so fast, so fast. And you don't really be having time. When when everything you know is it's norm, open, yeah, norm, is open, open it normal. normal. It's like you be moving, move, making moves. I'll tell time. you one thing that was big, like um, not being able to like really like function and do stuff, like go mm, out, and stuff. go out and stuff like that. Like now, it's, I don't even when stuff open back up, I don't even think what? I'll tap into it again. Yeah, because I'm li- I can live. I'm living without it, and yes. and I'm way more. You proved to yourself, like yeah. I don't really, I don't really need that. Like yeah. yeah you go you might with your with your core group of friends you might have a little function with your family you might function a little bit but just to go out in the clubs and all that yeah, is it's, so overrated the thing is my my college life kind of trickled over a little bit mm-hmm. so like my first year out of college i was having fun but like once i really like locked in locked in i knew i was doing this pro thing for real yeah like, it's like that stuff is just i'm looking at, i'm like damn i'm gonna have this in 10 years i'm not gonna be a my window to play is it's short. 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 You gotta bro. you gotta cherish every moment, bro. Yeah, so I'm like, um, that stuff like it's just you know, it's just been chilling, man. Yeah. That's big, bro. Yeah. We're gonna go ahead and transition a little bit just to some you know, some questions about yourself personally, then I got some hot questions for you, all right. All right. So first I'm gonna ask you, define yourself in one word. Ooh. 
I gotta get this one right. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is difficult for people. It's difficult for myself. One word. Yeah. Persistent. Persistent. Bro, I'm telling you, bro. Mm-hmm. In every aspect of In life. Every aspect. Like, like it's been so many things that were just I know for sure if anybody else was in my position, they would have just stopped. Like, mm, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I know for sure. Because I've seen it happen. Nice. Like, if anybody, and I try to talk dudes mm-hmm. into like, hey, man, I was in this position. Like, you can't stop Keep right going, now. man. Keep, Keep going. going. Like, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. But um, persistent, bro. That's 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 my That's way. fire. Yeah. I would say the same thing about myself. All the adversity that I faced too, man. And to to make it to this point yeah. and still be be good mentally and physically. Like, persistent. It's, uh, what's What's the model you live by? The model I live by, um, oh my boy's gonna love this one. <laughs> I, uh, stay down for the come up. All right. So like, basically, it's like everybody want like instant gratification, bro. That's like, just the we live the in the world like, we live in right yeah, now. Microwave yeah. industry, like it's mm-hmm. just instantly. One day you do this, you think you're supposed to have everything the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the reason I say stay down for the come up is just like. For my game, personally, like, I've worked on stuff, and I hadn't seen it come into my game for the, for two years. So yeah. I worked, there was some stuff I was working on, like, two summers ago. That and I'm just, just now. I'm just starting to do it Man. at a high level. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, as long as you're staying down and you're doing what you need to do and you know it's, like, you're working towards that ultimate goal, Yeah, it's going to happen. Like, God got a plan for all of us, so we can't look at other people's – uh, situation can be comparing. Yeah, that's compare. what, bro. That's compare. where everybody goes wrong in, in certain situations. Yeah, you steady sitting back and comparing yourself to where people are at when they're 21, 22, 23, right. and not just focus on where you're at in the moment, and that just be messing up people's heads. Man, and it's like, bad. You know, it's bad because I've heard stories, and like the biggest thing for me that's helped me keep going is I'm not. A, I don't really compare. Like I be, I just really got tunnel vision, mm-hmm. so. I just set my goals and I work towards them, work towards them, and I just mm-hmm. know it's gonna meet up all at one yep. time. You know That's big, bro. Keep going. Exactly. Keep going, bro. So I got a couple hot questions here. Relationship status. Oh come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm Dolo right now. I'm chasing some. Man, sorry. you feel me? Yeah, I'm Dolo. All right. If it was twenty million dollars hanging off a cliff or the love of your life, which one are you saving? <laughs> <laughs> which one are you saving? Oh wait, the love of my life. Yeah. Come on, bro. I got to go get my love. Bro. All right, man. Money don't mean that much. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. Money don't mean that much. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got some would you rathers. These are cool, though. <laughs> would you rather lose all your money and valuables or all the pictures you have ever taken? Mm. Would I rather lose all, all my money and valuables? Or all the pictures you've ever taken? Damn. Cause I ain't even gonna lie to you. I got pictures that I'm trying to show my kids, though. Bro, for real, I be hoarding pictures in my phone <laughs> you know too. What I'm saying? Yeah, all my valuables. I gotta take. Ah, I gotta <laughs> take my valuables, bro. Okay, I gotta take my valuables. Would you rather have everything on your phone right now made public to anyone who searches your name, or never use a cell phone again? Never use a cell phone again. There's, mm-hmm. I can live without a cell phone. Okay. Like, yeah, I can live without a cell phone, bro. For I sure. Just, it's, it's too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's too much on the phone. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. <laughs> okay, would you rather be feared by all or loved by all? Love. Mm. For sure, love. Love for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's, I'm big on that spreading yeah. love, man. There's a lot of people out here that come from broken homes and, and, and bad situations that, that always need it. Yeah, you know? bro, I'll be always trying to just, I'm really like, 
uh, humanitarian, bro. I'll just be trying to help the next person out. Bro, that's how I am. I yes. Like, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even when I'm down bad, I'm trying to help the next right, person, you right, know? Right, right, <laughs> Even my last type shit. Man, would you rather lose all your memories from birth till now or lose your ability to make new long-term memories? Damn, bro. <laughs> Where do you get these at? Bro, I just be searching shit. Okay. Um, it's the last one. Because I had a great childhood. I ain't going to lie to you. But I think my future about to be better. So bro, I'm going I'm 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 to say I'm going to lose bro, my birthday Bro, the best is now. yet to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The best yeah, is yet yeah, to come. That's how you got to approach that. Coming. That's all we got today. Uh, I just want to thank you again, Mikey, yes, bro. Sir. Coming on the pod. Appreciate you. Keep going, man. You know, I hope everything works out this next upcoming season and everything, you know, you else you got planned with life. Yes, sir. Um, everybody needs to continue to educate themselves, show support, support black businesses, um, have conversations. And last but not least, don't forget my mom's um, massage essentials. Check out BAMstherapeutic.com for self-care products like bath salts and body scrubs. I got a code for y'all. Hit me for it. And come check out the gym. Salute to the power. Um, oh, what's your at? Say your at. Instagram oh, at. at. Hey, I'm the same on everything. Mikey Hoops. Uh-huh. Mikey with the Y. Mm-hmm. Three O's. H-O-O-O-P-S. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, follow me on everything. For yeah. real. And cosign real quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his mom gave me a sports massage every week, and it's crazy. It's, I've been playing at the highest level mm-hmm. simply because I've been taking my, care of my body. Yeah. So, um, Make sure you tap in with yeah, that, too. Tap in for sure, man. Y'all already know my Instagram, at AKO on the gram, underscore, underscore. It's another Speak on the episode. Until next time, we out. Yes, sir.